pretend that it's quarter of five, six, okay? Because that's when our meeting was supposed to start. No, I'm kidding. Um, our meeting for the Capital Budget Subcommittee uh, of April 26, 2023 is now in session. Um, we are here on the third floor of the training room and we're being um, taped by Franklin Matters. And Franklin Public Radio. Franklin Public Radio. Thank you, Steve. Okay. Um, we have tonight four different things that we're going to be discussing. And I'd like to begin first with Jamie to see if he has anything he wants to add when we start. So we're going to do, um, let's start from the bottom up. How's that? We'll start with, I like that. Hey, listen. <laughs> my sister. Should have put you at that top. Ah, right? No, <laughs> that was my error. That was my error. That'll teach you. Put her at the top. <laughs> okay. So, do you have something you want to add to this before I call upon Nancy? Uh, City Manager, really quickly, uh, just for the record, for the folks that will listen to this later, um, the topic tonight is the what we typically have called round two of capital. Uh -huh. um, the lack of snow and ice this year resulted in uh, the town not having to dip into any of the free cash to pay the bills, which is very rare. Uh -huh. In fact, I don't think this has almost ever happened. Um, and before the committee tonight, the subcommittee are four recommendations, um, uh, one for the town clerk, one for the school department, uh, one for the town administration, and one for the DPW. So uh, all the folks are here except for our DPW director who's on his way. And so uh, we start, I guess, Madam Chair, with the ones that are most prepared. Yes. There you go. That would be <laughs> Madam Clark. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. So I'm requesting a total of $3,000, and um, no, I'm not spending $3,000 on vests. Um, those would be some pretty nice vests. Um, the total cost of the vests are $455, and the remaining $23,000, I need. I'm in desperate need of um, precinct polls, and I did leave you the invoices, um, and the ones that we're using now are held together with tape. Not a good look. Um, so we do need these. We need the stands and the vests. Let me explain why I need the vests. Right now we have nine precincts. So I have nine wardens. The state tells us we need one warden per precinct. Then we need clerks and we need this and we need that. So the wardens along with myself and, the, um, and my deputy are the only ones that can go in get ballots for our election workers. The election workers are all sitting down. The wardens are all running around. Mm -hmm. um, we're opening um, vote by mail ballots down at the end of the gym. Um, they're running around fixing whatever tabulator needs to be fixed, um, helping people. It's hard to find a warden. Right now, this is how they're recognized. You can't see this when you're on the other side of the room. So I thought, how about a nice, colorful vest? We'll call them uniforms. They're not going to take them home. I'm going to keep them here. So at the beginning of the election, I'll hand each warden a vest. They'll wear them to be easily identified. And at the end of the night, they'll turn them in to me. So I thought that was a great idea. They'll be easily recognized. and. You know, we're not going to have people screaming down the end of the gym for a warden. Is there a warden around? You know? So that's 
question. Is your plan to have I them? Stand by. Your plan oh, to have them I dry clean to it? Okay. Absolutely, when, when I will have them dry clean. Absolutely, in between. Absolutely, yeah. yes, for sure. Okay, committee members, do you have something to offer or question, concern? Yeah. No, what, Brian? I just very well explained. Thank you. Because obviously, when you see the three thousand, it wasn't just you know. So. I definitely am in favor of this item. Thank you. I thought they were going to be studded with that much money. You know, <laughs> I know. <laughs> we, we all, we all did. I don't think yeah. so. We, we, all, we all thought, thought they, they were, were fancy vests uh, at first. Yeah. No. Similar to what you're wearing, but I think <clears throat> I like like a hot pink, like <laughs> really pop your shirt, or a turquoise blue, not hot pink, maybe no, turquoise no. blue. Yeah. <laughs> Blue type. Oh, very good. Yeah. Yeah, very good. Very good. I do have a mail. I don't know how you feel about that, but I'm, I'm sure, sure it's probably will be okay. He doesn't have a choice. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you get what you get. Okay. Then uh, we'll take individual votes on these, okay? So um, all those in favor of uh, $3,000 for the town clerks, lease vests, and identification gear for the election wardens. All in favor? Aye. 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 Opposed? Okay. Can I just say one thing? I just want to thank Jamie, Carrie, and Chris. You're always so helpful. And Jamie, I really appreciate you um, taking the time listening to me. And thank you very yes, much. Yes, we're very fortunate to have the team that we have. And you know they're not my bosses, so I don't need to say that. <laughs> well, I think right? That's right. This came up at our budget meeting earlier yeah. in Jan February, I think it was. So, I was thinking about including it in the budget, but okay. this was an easier path. So okay, sure. next um, is going to be the SPED uh, van for the school department. Jamie, do you have anything you'd like to add to this before we call upon? No, I think um, no. superintendent and school business administrator here, this is obviously one of their highest priorities. Um, okay. So we were able to have extra money to be able to do it. And, uh, so thank you. We want to thank you for including this in the second round um, as a recommendation. Um, before you uh, is the special education van to replace the 2011 that we have in the field. It's the one that's um, been breaking down. We've been having it fixed. Jay has been phenomenal in the garage. I'm um, trying to keep this thing up and running, but given the opportunity, we would um, replace it. Um, Miriam has some details on you know, the quotes that we received and a little bit more on the, um, on the model and whatnot. Um, that we're happy to share and then um, we'll be happy to answer any I know Mr. DeLorco was going to ask about warranty. Nice job. 33 years, 36,000 yeah. uh, miles. There's a warranty on that um, currently. Um, we can perhaps yeah. take suggestions or feedback. And five years, 60,000 on the power train. Power train. Okay, good. Yeah. I'm not too worried about it now because you guys just got a great Ford mechanic, so. You yeah, got Sean Roddy down there, so they—they're not even aware yet. You're not even aware of that, but he's great. Yeah, he—he he ran Franklin Ford for 20 years, so he's really good. So yeah. right. I'm not too worried about it anymore. <laughs> but it's going to be equipped with uh, cameras and everything like that. Uh, yes, the 787 would include the yeah. cost of the camera, which we would have installed after the fact. Yes. Yeah, but that's all together, right? Okay. And it would be lettered in accordance yeah, with yeah. the I, I know that we did it a couple of years ago. We wanted to make sure that they had cameras, especially in the spec there, you know, so I wanted to make sure that that was, that's okay. fine. Yeah. Okay. yeah, they're really good. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
wheelchair vans. Um, they're, um, at this point, um, the model is for holding three wheelchairs, the, the way that they have them um, 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 lined up in the um, drawing to identify the seating for three wheelchairs. It's going to hold three wheelchairs, so it's going to be quite large then. It's a larger van that yeah. accommodates three wheelchairs and some other seating for other okay. students. For other students. The drivers are trained on how to use the wheelchair equipment mm -hmm. for the lifts and we are, are cross-training drivers as well, so the uh -huh. have folks that are able to use the equipment. They hold up the chairs and the wheelchairs. Yeah. by anything with three letters oh, usually. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, Lucas, is the, is the plan to keep the old van as a backup or are you guys going to retire it? Um, at this point, I think our plan would be to, um, to... We would take that recommendation from Jay at the garage, but, but given the struggles that he's had finding parts to fix the lift, it will be... Um, I think that would be probable. So our, our, um, our plan would probably be the option at some point, but we would want to Would it be sold if um, somebody wanted it? <coughs> generally, generally when we're finished with it, we turn it all over to the town to put it up to auction through um, the Vickery. Okay, and where does that money go after it's um, to the general sold fund. to the general fund? They don't get much from them, trust me. They don't. They don't. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. You're saying it, it's Still going to take something. a lot of work. To it's something, but it won't yeah. won't be yeah. much. Okay. All right, Brian. Um, <clears throat> obviously, thank you. This was my favorite one. Yeah. You know, I pushed you a little bit on this one because um, I did lose that battle taking ten thousand from the fire department to put towards the van. But I'm so happy that you did. Yeah, yeah, I too. really appreciate that. It's a great one, so thank Good. you. Yeah. Okay. Jamie, is there anything else you want to say about this? Oh, I'm just glad it didn't snow much. Uh, <laughs> yeah, really? I think we all are. Yeah. Gave I don't want to either, but yeah. I'm yeah. right next to Brutus for that with numbers. It's always nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, all of you know this. You've been on the council for years. I mean, yeah. when there's a little extra that comes out of the snow yeah. year, and we'll talk more about this in the budget. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Stormwater transition, but you know it's great okay. that we have our chief and stuff. Okay, let us take a vote on this um, uh, subcommittee. Uh, all those in favor of seventy-seven thousand dollars with the school department for a uh, sped van replacement. Um, I w it should have said a replacement there. That's why I just wrote it in. Mm -hmm. All those in favor, signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed. Next, we have marketing and branding to match the $50,000 grant Representative Jeff Roy secured for the town. This is through the town administration. Yeah. So through you, Madam Chair, I think it, it kind of sets out uh, a little bit. As all of you may remember on the council and EDC goals for the year, um, it's actually been a few years, was a marketing and branding analysis, really branding. Um, and uh, Representative Roy, at the end of December got uh, an appropriation through the federal ARPA bill at the state level for $50,000 um, and the EDC is about to get started on that process. Julie Jacobson and Lily are working on that. Uh, we had a huge meeting. It actually does involve uh, the schools as 
Franklin. Uh, we're very modest. Um, but also this gets into colors. You know, a lot of signs in town are very different colors. Um, it gets into letterhead. It gets into who we are as a community. It gets into identity, seals, logos. I mean, a whole menu of things that will take a very long time to do all of it. But um, this is a very collaborative project between both uh, the municipal and the schools um, to be able to look at holistically how we can better brand so that things are more consistent to everybody throughout the community. Uh, and the committee believes that you know if, if the subcommittee were so inclined, $50,000 really is not going to get a lot of service for that kind of dollar. So we were contemplating the idea of saying, well, the rep got us a half, you know, half of it. <laughs> the 100000 is going to get us <coughs> probably the first year to year and a half worth of work. Um, it won't really commence till further in the summer because we have to go back to the state and actually fill out a budget for them in order for them to give us the $50,000 that the representative got. And to be able to say to the state that we're matching it with our own local dollars only makes the state kind of work with us a lot more collaboratively on these things. There's also a lot more funding available at the state level. We expect more out of the Healy administration. And so this was an opportunity, again, kind of like the special education van and the election gear, um, you know, we wouldn't be here really asking if it snowed a lot all winter and we didn't have this kind of money, this probably wouldn't, you know, we may not be here talking about it, but I know it's a huge priority for the EDC. Um, obviously, the EDC members aren't on this committee, <laughs> um, so they're on another committee, so, um, you know, hopefully uh, this committee will uh, find it in themselves to support the economic development committee's work as well. So $100,000 between the two appropriations would be able to get us probably through a year's worth of work. And the biggest part of this is going to be hiring a consultant to facilitate a public process on identifying who Frank, who we are as a community and where do we want to be over the next, say, 5, 10, 20, 25 years um, and make recommendations on where we can market the community to bring in more business development, uh, bring in new families, and a whole slew of different things. That's kind of the short of it. Um, and I'm happy to answer any questions. <coughs> I don't think we even have to market our town. They're coming in from all over. They know about us, and that's just a, an opinion. Uh, what about downtown partners? Are they putting any money towards something like this? They don't have. They would never have any resources possible unless but they did. They apply for some money. To well, help? they could. You know, down the road, yeah, that may be true. If there are some grants available at the state, we could join partnership with them to apply. Um, but I don't even think they have the staff capacity to even help us apply. Um, you know, a lot of that will probably fall on Lily. Um, and also, uh, whoever follows in Julie Jacobs is replacing, obviously, in the summer. So um, I agree with you, Councilor Pellegrini, from a philosophical view. Um, we don't need to market. But, you know, actually, you do. It's a very competitive environment out there. Um, you know, we've been resting on a lot of our laurels for a long time in the community, but make no mistake for both business development and places to live, yeah. it is very competitive. And, um, you know, the committee had kind of a discussion about, you know, our reputation. And again, some of this has to do with physical infrastructure, wayfinding signs, has to deal with signage throughout the community for parks and recreation. There's dark green some places, there's brown other places, there's blue other places. And, and it really does show a fragmentation, I think, of, of, you know, that we're not kind of working and thinking as one uh, community. That's kind of why I just mentioned the Panther Blue, Council Chandler, on the vest, right? 
I think we've all agreed that's the those are the colors of the town of Franklin. Right. I mean that that right. is what it is, and that's right. not changing. Um, and so um, some of this money, maybe not now, but certainly in the future, we'll be looking at actual infrastructure changes in terms of um, kiosks and trailheads and a whole variety of things of the community. Okay. We did a marketing um, video. Are you aware of that? I'm very aware of them. Uh, they're very old. <laughs> they are. They're very old. Franklin TV actually did them. Uh, they're up yeah. on our YouTube page. Yes, they and they're are. very cute, little vignettes. They're they a minute are. or two long. Um, and Franklin TV Industrial Parks, they uh, did? Yep. Yeah. They did Economic Dell in downtown, but if you just watch the downtown video today, it's not the same downtown. No. No, there's no, I mean, half the businesses that were in the video are gone. And there's, ha and then there's a lot of new ones. Great. So, yeah. street direction, I think, it changes. It's still one way. It's still one way. That's still one way. What a ham. So, but, um, you know, this would be uh, an appropriation that I think uh, the Economic Development Committee uh, would greatly appreciate. Uh, and, uh, and I know the state rep uh, worked hard for the money, too. So, Madam Chair, can I Yes, I was going to come to the committee. Okay. Thank you. It was great to hear from the town administrator, but you talked about this being a partnership with the schools. So would it be okay if we heard from the superintendent on his views of this spending uh, toward, toward, you know, since it's going to be joint market. So I was invited to be a part of the, the kickoff meeting where there was a brainstorm we heard from some of the consultants. We talked about the money that um, Rep. Roy had put forth. And um, one thing that we all agreed on was the branding. So even if um, marketing is happening in the future, the outcome of all of this was to come up with what are, what's the Franklin font? What's the, so for all departments and everyone to use consistently mm -hmm. so that when we're doing trucks or vans or uniforms or what, whatever the case is, there's, a, there's basically like a reference tool that has all the things that we've decided make sense in there. Before that, um, the conversation talked around the content. What do we want to be known for? What do we want to highlight in this community that's important to, to the community? And I think that's what Jamie was talking about with the public outreach component, to make sure that our identity kind of comes through in the branding and the imagery and the logo. So it's starting with the content and then kind of moving into it. So um, with that in mind, conversation that we had at that last meeting, I felt like uh, I felt like we had, it, it seemed like we were all on the same page with kind of the next steps. There were already some pre-surveys uh, done along the way, like if you think about the downtown surveys that have been done and some of the other things, a couple of the questions embedded in there were talking about what do people want to see in Franklin, what, mm -hmm. do they, what do they value about this community. So uh, one of the thoughts was taking some of the we already have collected in some of those questions and then building off of that as we continue the outreach and I think that's what I would say I do see value in having some consistency around uh, how we market across the town like collectively. So if we get asked by our friends on the school committee if the superintendent supported this expenditure the answer is yes. Um, yes I think we are trying to uh, do this in the right way I think if we didn't have the money from Rep. Roy, I think that would feel differently. Um, but in this case, I would say the money from Rep. Roy was what got us at the table and kick-started that. Um, seeing it here tonight, we're acting in this moment, but based on what I heard, this is what it takes to, to move that work forward as we just talked about it with uh, the group that was at that table. Um, I, love, I love hearing that you're working together on this, so thank you. Okay. Brian? Through you, Madam. 
Madam Chair. Um, this is good. To, I see nothing wrong with this. I support this, and I'll just give a thank you to Jeff Roy for getting the original 50. Yeah, he, he took him a couple years, actually. Uh, oh, I think to Lucas's point, and I think he's correct that if if Jeff had not worked so hard on this, and I think we've seen him at the senior center a couple times, you know, I think he's hoping that you know he doesn't want the town green and the schools blue, right? Just for right. a quick you know, reference, and I think um, to Lucas's point, you know, if uh, if the money hadn't been allocated, and I do know he worked for a solid year and a half to find a vehicle to do it, um, that was kind of what spawned the idea of saying, you know. I wouldn't normally do this, to be honest with you, just because he got us an appropriation. I wouldn't normally try to match it, but I know the work in front of the EDC uh, on this is is very large. Um, so um, you know, I think it's a, it's the right time to be able to uh, match that funding. I just asked a clarifying question. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I come back to me, but I know oftentimes when we when money gets appropriated for a special project, then it's not going to be there next year. So this is really like a one-time thing. So it would have to be baked into future operating budgets if we want this to continue. So that's a really great question. I, I think I'm trying not to put the cart before the horse. Uh, Julie Jacobson and Lily have put together a draft. I haven't even read it yet. It just came into my inbox a couple days ago. Just a sketch of what a, essentially a five-year plan would be. So this is going to take a long time to be able to get through a process like this. And down the line, uh, Councilor Cormier-Ledger, there probably would be, not necessarily for the way this money would be used, but in the future, there would probably be uh, appropriations looking at uh, trailheads, signage, replacing things, infrastructure. Um, I don't know if there'll be a cost for like the letterhead type transitions and things like that. Um, there'll be some actual costs like that. I think the bigger question eventually, to, to your more directly your point, in the long run, is in the operating budget, despite all the competing demands, and we'll hear about those in a few weeks, you know, I think the community and the experts from some of the consultants are saying, basically, if you're going to actually put ads in newspapers, like, you know, or Family Circle, or online, or do anything to promote the town of Franklin as the place to be, you need marketing money in your budget to be able to pay for that stuff. Right. You know, and if you, we brought in a couple of private sector consultants to, to talk about the private sector view on these things, you know, and it's pricey, right? And so those are big decisions down the line. I don't see any of those decisions for probably a couple of years. Um, so I wouldn't automatically assume that, say, $50,000 or $100,000 is what this will be next <coughs> year. I don't, I think, I can't, I can't make that, uh, I can't make that determination yet. It could be more or less. It could, it'll probably be less, but it could be more, and I think a lot of this is going to fall, some of it's on him, um, because he does signage, you know, and he, you know, with Ryan Jetty especially, you yeah, know, Ryan. schools, you know, they, I mean, Lily's out doing an entire asset library right now of every sign we have in town, um, so that we can gauge what the cost is going to be. So there's a lot of work still to be done. Um, this money here is probably likely to be used, as Lucas just pointed out, for a public process relative to you know, who are who is who are we as a community and who do we want to be and what's kind of the tagline? I just I just don't want to see us and the state make an investment in a project that we're not going to continue to find the funds to make sure it keeps going because it's it doesn't make any sense to start a marketing project if you're not going to see it through all the way to the end. Right. So it really does take a commitment on our part to say.
say, yeah, we're going to fund it now, we've got state money now, but we have made it a priority and we're going to continue to find the money needed to see it through. Otherwise, it's just kind of a doing an exercise for exercise sake. Yeah, I mean, this is probably a three or four phase project. I mean, this is going to roll actually right into the 250th anniversary of the town in 2028. So this is a long-term thing, right? I mean, I think the goal is to get a lot of the, this project done over five years, and then you're ready for the 250th celebration yeah, maybe and the 50th anniversary of your town charter. Right. And so there's a lot to go on, and I'm, I'm probably stuttering a little bit because I don't I don't want to put the cart way before the horse on this, but to your point, you have to continue to invest in in marketing your community. So there is going to be a cost in the future for sure. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Did you have another question? No, thank you. No, I just I'm just glad that we're, the whole town's working together with yeah. the school and the. I mean, I I figure this hundred thousand dollars, it's it's just like a jump start on a battery. You're getting it started. <laughs> And then hopefully we, you know, we can continue with it. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, even you know, with the recreational department, which is awesome, and even even the youth sports. When I was coaching youth sports, we were the Franklin Chargers, and I, I don't know how many parents came up to me and say, "Why aren't we the Franklin Panthers?" But I, you know, Ted, Ted changed that. You know, <laughs> not not me alone, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no, that's just one one phase. I mean, you, you know, we can bring it all together, make it all work. I think it's a great idea. Uh, you know, we didn't even ask for audience if they had anything to say. No? He can't. Uh, well, still can. <laughs> Steve? I'll just add from a corporate branding perspective, which I had in the background, this, I assume, would produce that kind of corporate branding doc, which is more the technical details in terms of the colors to a specific degree, mm -hmm. the fonts, and all that kind of size, and then to Councilor's uh, Cormier-Ledger's point, then that becomes the basis for all the marketing going forward. So you're already doing marketing in a variety of different places. All it does is give them better guidelines to do what they need to do going forward. I'm not sure at this point, and again, pending the inventory, which <coughs> Lily is doing, and then other marketing pieces, at some point, say the wayfaring sites. We don't have those now. The wayfinding sites, excuse me. We don't have those now, so there'd be some cost there. But I don't see this from my outside perspective in terms of a tremendous cost increase going forward. It just makes everything that you're already doing that much easier, much more consistent. Great. Okay. Let us see here then. Uh, for marketing, we have marketing and branding to match the $50,000 grant. Representative Jeff Roy secured for the town. Uh, all those in favor of the $50,000, signify by saying aye. Aye. Opposed? Here we go. Okay. Lastly, we have the Department of Public Works. Design, maintenance, and construction of public roads, sidewalks, and parking lots. Jamie, did you want to say something? I'd go right to Brutus. 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 The only thing I'd really quickly say is... Um, I think, as all of you know, especially the folks who've been here for a long time, um, I think I wrote it into an email the other day with mm -hmm. the concept of ledger. Traditionally, excess snow and ice removal, whether it's 500,000, 200,000, 100,000, 50,000, 600,000, has been traditionally the only real roads appropriation the town contributes. 
That is going to change, hopefully, uh, in FY24 with the introduction of stormwater. If, uh, I know, mm -hmm. Brian, you've read through the whole budget already. I know you have the app. Um, the roads uh, proposal in my budget uh, is 600000 which is the largest amount the town, surprisingly, I know a lot of people are shocked by this, it's the largest amount the town has ever had in the operating budget for roads. And that's a huge achievement that you know, all of you should take a lot of credit in getting to this place. As all of you know, there was a roads override proposed in 2014 and it got crushed by the voters two to one. So roads funding has always been very challenging and I think if you notice on the memo, I've also added sidewalks and parking lots genuinely because uh, as Brutus is about to explain, we're now looking at this from a public infrastructure asset point of view. And Councilor Formula Ledger and many others have been vocal for years, not just about sidewalks, but also about the town parking lots. And we did a study on that many years ago, including school facilities and rec facilities. And so, um, you know, without this, and Brutus will talk about it, um, you know, there's obviously going to be a lot less road work. So, um, go ahead and take it away. I know you got a laundry list of stuff there. So, um, thank you, Madam Chair. So, this is a, the boss kind of says, a kind of complex thing. I think a lot of you can follow this that goes along. This goes way back, you know, we, we have an asset management plan. We were one of the first communities to do this back in 2009, 2010. Mm -hmm. We evaluate all our roads. We went out there, we had a private consultant go do it. Um, we've since updated numerous times, and it was, it was really, I always say it was a, it was a great time for public works because I always say my team came together. You've heard the story before. So we got, the, we got this we, we got this evaluation program, but then you know what, that's what the consultant said, that me, highway superintendent, town engineer, water guy, we drove every road in town. Every road in town took all summer to do this. We did our own thing. They might have been saying, oh, this is a reconstruction. We're like, this might be a normal plan. They want some crack seal, might do chip seal. This did. So it was a really a good program. It all came together. And that's where you came up with the numbers, our rating. And you know, back at the time, initially it was around $40 million you know, to get to get where the roads we were evaluation about 78 we want to get to 85 it was about 40 million dollars um, that plan has been updated twice now we're on the third generation right now which will be available this summer okay and over time we've added different things as, as Jamie said originally it was just the roads we uh, integrated sidewalks in there the push on sidewalks was obviously uh, you know tribal but the real thing is the handicap assessment because of so many of our ramps were just you have to have a plan in place with the state. If not, because the state like anything else, they don't expect you to fix everything at once. But if you don't have a plan, you get yourself in trouble. Then God forbid someone ever found oh, God forbid. So, um, and then we also added in um, parking lots. That was our, our last phase. And as they said, because we take care of the schools and everything else. And you've seen improvements to your parking lots. So we came up with numbers that. Once again, where that whole program is going to be all available again, all updated. And I'm sure it's not going to be forty million dollars anymore. Because we've actually tracked it through the years where they said, because we're not putting enough money into the program, and that's what led to the 2014 override, that basically we need an extra million bucks more to kind of maintain and creep it up. And so we've actually slowly gotten down. We're not bad, but you know, it's not like really, really, but it is growing slowly growing down. So the other thing I think we need to look at this is, as Jamie said, this appropriation by the council, just so folks know, where we typically get our money from for road improvements is our chapter nine program, obviously. We get a, about a million bucks a year in the state um, from our water fund. You know, we've put in place for the last 15 years, you know, the roads, the water fund, so we can um, take money from our water and go ahead and do the, the paving aspect of the road. Okay, we can't do sidewalks, we can't do <coughs> a certain percentage of the jaw 
penny on the job to come out of the water line. Um, there's different, different annual appropriations, as, as the boss said. Most of the time, we always get the snow and ice revenue. Some years, you know, 2014, we got nothing. We had to come up with 15, more. we had to come up with more. Yeah, so <laughs> it, it, it does happen. There's been the hotel tax, different things through years. Uh, sometimes there's some free cash, you know, that, that goes along. Additionally, now the operating budget. And as I can tell you, and we touched on, you know, sometimes we've cut it down to almost nothing, and then this year we're, we're going to have something substantial. And it's good to have that just because, you know, for development. Because everything I do is not like tomorrow. It's like we, we're planning years ahead. I think you guys know that. Um, then there's like the state specials. We had the pothole program one year, we extra $500,000. And then you did another, I forget, it was another one, different type things. Then developers, I want you to remember the public works really works with the planners. And, you know, we get, I mean, we push developers, you know, I mean, really. And that's all the back of the council because of the legislation that we have. You know, if you want a sewer extension, water extension, hey, okay, give us something, we go back. But of course, they all agree. Mm -hmm. yeah, they the do. Is, uh, mm -hmm. they, they do. do. They do, basically. They do. And we have a great program in here, and we hold our line. And, you know, the, the best one I can say is DNAV and that whole right. section over there. All those roadways are paid, you know, whether people love the apartments over there or not, but we saw the roads got paid, we put infrastructure, and they footed a lot of those sidewalks too. Yeah, the sidewalks, sidewalks. Mm -hmm. we connected all that, the conductivity, exactly. Um, then obviously the grants, I mean, the best one we ever got is the grocery one, right? You know, two something million dollars. Yeah. yeah, so it's that's really good. And then as was brought up before, you know, dedicated override. You know, we tried it, maybe we got to try it again. I don't know, but that's what, you know, you, you got to get the pulse of the people. Um, so we're at now, the way this is written, you know, $572,000. It's a good amount of money, okay? But in the whole scheme of things, it's not a ton of money. And things have gone, I don't think things have gone up. No, it isn't. So just to give you a rough idea when we do things, I think you guys know, uh, like, mill and overlay. That's when we, we take, like, the top inch off because it, it starts wearing, mm -hmm. oxidation. So we take that off, we just put new asphalt, okay? That's basically what we did on uh, Chestnut Street high visibility last year in the intersection up here. Um, that's $550,000 a mile to do that, give or take. You know, there could be more castings or anything else. Okay. Now, I'll remind you, depending on your kind of, we got about 220 miles of road in town. Okay, so just doing a mill and overlay is $550,000 bucks. A hot place, okay, that's the one, remember the big machines come and grind forest, everything up. Is that Forest Street? Yeah, Forest is a good example. Forest. Elm Street, uh, we did Oak Street. Remember I burned all the trees down? Street, that was the mill and overlay yeah. section of the pond street we did last year, mill and overlay. So the next one we I can say is uh, Cape Seal. That's what we did up on Jefferson. All through there, about four miles up there. That was three hundred fifty thousand dollars, okay, per mile. Uh, Chip Seal, everybody's favorite town. You know, we put the asphalt down and put stone on top of it. That's about one hundred eighty thousand dollars. I think you did that on my street, yeah. but it worked out good. Uh, yeah, yeah once you get past the first first little while. Yeah. And then the crack seals, the squiggly lines everywhere, you know, that, that's just, that's just variable. Um, so one of the things that I think you guys are familiar with is, uh, just because I'm talking about cost, Barron Road. So Barron Road's been on our radar since I got here. There's actually an old TV interview I did back in like 2009 where the road ends with a town accepted like, you know, quarter way up and where it goes to private. And, you know, we, 
got it through. It's not easy. Just can't just, you guys know. You just can't go up and accept a role. You have to get the state, all this other stuff. Go to your markets, do everything. So we finally got accepted last year. Well, that road is in such bad condition, such bad condition. There's not, we can't do any preventive stuff, which I'd like to do. That whole road needs to be reconstructed, okay? So to redo a whole road, okay, $1.25 million per mile. That's not, that, that's not like, it could be 1.5 if you're doing all the sidewalks, all the granite. I'm just telling you, that's what it costs to do that. So that road up there is a little, about a mile long, okay? I do not have, I haven't projected it because it just came up. I don't have a million and a half dollars to do that. On the other hand, I want to show you, and I talked about Jefferson Road because I looked up the numbers. So both those roads are basically built at the same time. The town accepted it in a short time. So over the years up there, we've done the cracks, we've done some chip seal, we've done some paving, we did the construction of the corner, it was all wearing out, and then last year we did a cape seal. So basically, that road, if you drive up there now, is it perfect? Absolutely not. You know, it's a little wavy and stuff like that, but it's a solid road that gets a lot of traffic. There's big trucks that go through it, okay? We spent about $340,000 per mile on it, a third, okay? And the road's in great shape. That road's gonna last another 20 years. So that's, it's that those two roads are actually perfect. You do something to it, and that's what we've been trying to do all along in public workshop. It's all about maintenance. Remember my first guy here, we did some bunch of pavement, and then it was all chip sealing. I've chip sealed more in this town, but it's made all these subdivisions from the 80s and 90s last. They have not fallen apart. They have not become barren road, honestly. So um, that's where we're at now. The other thing, you know, so I kind of, you know, so the options for the 581,700 or $72,000, right? 82. 82. So the first thing we can do is finish Country Club Drive. So we're a victim of our own success because we were able to use ARPA money and Country Club and our programming system to replace the water line. It was going to be done this year. Right? We were able to move it up. We were aggressive. So we were able to get the water line everything improved up there. The problem is the water revenue side, we have our Chapter 90 that we forecasted to use. The water revenue side, we don't have. Follow me? Mm -hmm. So basically, to complete that job up there is $1.1 million. We already got the bid. It's a very good bid. I only have about $6,600,000 of Chapter 90 money because that's what we allocated for. Okay. I don't have the other $550,000. Um, so I could use this money and finish that job. Me personally, and the boss I've gone around and around, I don't like that. I mean, I think we have a great program in place. We can use water funds that are not available, but they'll be available next year. You know, as we generate it. Okay. And, you know, a borrowing question, you want to borrow, so whatever. So that's where we're at. We, we could do that. Um, you know, we could put aside some funds for Barron Road. I could just take this money, like, you know, we do, we set up things for the synthetic turf, the fire truck, you know, we just, I, mean, I don't put all of it in a fund, so we get another $500,000, we go ahead and do Barron Road. And this is one example, we got Kenwood Circle, we got everything else, I mean, I can give you a laundry list, right? Or we put $200,000 aside, I, I, you know, so that's, a, that's an option. Um, things that we were planning on doing with this money was to do sections of um, mill and overlay, of uh, Lower um, Union Street, you know, you know, you know, down by like Washington, that okay. whole area. You guys well, all see that's all starting to fall apart. Arlington's off. Well, no, Arlington's that's starting. Yeah, that's okay. part. Of, that's water. That's water. I mean, that we yeah. did the pipe last year also. That no, was we did. Fun. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so that whole area is going to be done. So it'd be nice. Mm -hmm. Like we you know, if you try to tie everything together mm -hmm. to do that, there's also you know, in Peacefield and Pond Street, because Pond Street, you know, that's that road's 25 years old. 
it's at the mill. We, we've crack sealed it. I can't chip seal that roll. It's just, it's too high speed to see. Too big. Right? Perfect example of chip seal was um, Elm Street. It's a great road, people cranky, but it was it was okay for forest. Mm -hmm. So, um, but I, I can't do Pond Street. It was just, I, I would recommend it. I mean, it, it's cheap, but it really would not be good. So, we're going to do, you know, like and bite off another part there. Um, obviously, we keep chip sealing other roads in town. There's, there's plenty of subdivisions. Keep doing our crack, crack seal program. Uh, sidewalk improvements. You know, last year we spent over a hundred thousand dollars on sidewalk improvements. We did, you, you, the easiest stuff to look around is the stuff downtown. We fixed a bunch of the handicapped ramps, and then we also did a bunch of panels. You know, but that's a hundred thousand dollars. You know, you, we do that with our concrete. And then the uh, the other option, what's well, not under this one? We talk about override. Which I know y'all gotta talk about because <laughs> fees and everything else aren't going up. Must be throwing override on. Yeah. <laughs> Being sarcastic, but uh, <laughs> if you don't know. But I, it, it's hot. Yeah, I don't think it will go. No, it, it, but you know, just through my experience, it's uh, it's it, it's a tough thing because you know I can sit here and we can all talk about how our roads are failing, but they're really not that bad. If you go to other communities, and I'm just saying it because we've had a good program in place. I drive other communities, and we're not that bad. No, I mean, do we ever want to be? Absolutely not. No, but it, it's not really that painful. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like anything else. So it gets that painful, and that's what over. So um, that's kind of where we're at, and that's why this is written this way, so we can go ahead and um, uh, you know give, give us options. And, come on. and you know, I'm more than open to listen to some of your suggestions too. Mm -hmm. So you know, you you guys you guys have your ear on the public and what they're looking to do. So. Okay. Bob. Oh. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I think the, the, the water, uh, the way we do the water and sewer and then get the pavement and that, that's, that program works awesome. As far as Barron Road goes, uh, I delivered oil to 29 Barron Road the other day and I need a, I need a, um, a cap now on the back too. That's how bad Barron Road is. Really? Barron Road is bad. It's really bad. I, I hope we could get that done. I don't know when, but. The only suggestion I have, Councilor Rocco, on that is, and I've talked to Brutus, is like some of this money here or as we go through annually with free cash, we just, the hard part is, is like if you think of one and a half million, that's a lot of, that's money. A lot of money over 10 years, 150,000, like you're just like in 10 years, it's just going to be 25% more, more expensive, right? Uh, borrowing is not really a good option right now, obviously, because of interest rates. Right. You know, the Washington Street sidewalk, all of you already authorized us to go out to borrowing for that, but I'm not going to go borrow the money right now for that. That's just that's just throwing hundreds of thousands of dollars down the toilet in interest. Um, so we're in a tough pickle, right? Because there's a lot of need, not enough money. Borrowing isn't an option. These are the financial conundrums I, I think mean, we're all in. I mean, this money obviously is going to help you. So oh, it's yeah. not going to hurt you. No, no, no. So, I mean, yeah, I don't but see But I know you hear from a lot of Barron Road residents, as you should, and a lot of other yeah. residents. So, and so. You, get, you must have saw our signs up there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you have I came in from Maple. That's the worst spot to come yeah, into. We have <laughs> signs up there. It says road under construction. Yeah. Because that's the limit the liability <clears> of the town. I mean, that's, that's how bad the road is. Remember, I had to do it on Pleasant Street. Yeah. Down yeah. by you, remember, I put road under construction. It was so bad. Because that way, if someone gets a blown out tire, we have limited liability. You know? So he can't file a claim? No. I can't. I need a cap. You can try. <laughs> you can try. I 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 can try.
That's like last one. Yeah, I'm good. I, okay. I think it's a good idea. Okay. Mine's not really a question. It's more of a statement because you asked about having a pulse in the community and what people think. And I do think if you were to talk to citizens around town, their expectation of leadership is roads and sidewalks. Whether we have the money for it right now or whether we're appropriating the proper amounts is a different debate. But people do expect to be able to safely drive mm -hmm. and safely manipulate a sidewalk to walk or jog or take a stroller or walk their dog. And we have, not even talking about new sidewalks, we have existing sidewalks throughout town. Some of the older developments, you know, maybe from 50, 60 years ago that are crumbling. They're, we, we've talked about it, mm -hmm. right? They're, they're in such bad shape that people can't use them. They literally step onto the street and walk for a ways and come back on. You go down Oakland Parkway, you go down the annexing streets of Oakland Parkway. They're, they're <coughs> disgraceful, quite honestly. And I think if any little bit we can do to show residents that we're going to tackle from here to here, and that's all we can do this year, but it's your tax dollars at work, next year we're going to do a little bit more and the year after that it's a little bit more it shows us chipping away at the problem I recognize that there's a million things needed for DPW and you guys do a great job but I think for us to be able to say to the residents like we do recognize that that's a concern and we're trying to find the money to you know bite away at it a little bit at a time and I know that's all going to be part of your master sidewalk plan and everything this summer and you know allocating some dollars from stormwater which would be great but if any of this money even a tiny little chunk of it can because it says sidewalks can go to some of those existing sidewalks that need some repair this summer I think it'll go a long way so I appreciate that yeah I think um, you know what I'm hearing is is that maybe incremental improvements instead of the one big project might go a little further you know, maybe cracks, trip seal, 200,000, you know, showing more areas. And we've done this with the water main and road work, actually. You guys know this. If you look at the map of where everything has been done, we have geographically tried to space it out throughout the entire community. We've done the same thing with park renovations, Works, right? We try yeah. to hit every area. So if that's what the council, you know, if that's what you all think we should do, I mean, I'm sure that Brutus has more than enough work to do, but if you think that that would mean a lot to citizens, 100,000 sidewalks, 200,000 crack seal, maybe a little bit of country club or barren. If you think that is the best way to go, we can certainly try to I said one thing. It's, it's, that's part of it. I'm glad you touched that. That was a part of our plan to try to touch every part of town. And we, you know, we had our, you know, the override thing. We had a plan. Everybody gets, you know, parts of town. Um, it's funny when I got here, I was surprised all the councils are elected generally. Because you usually come from priests take right. care of everything too. Yeah, ward, you're right. right? So there's none of that here, which is good. I, I think it's good for everybody. Um, I will say, because I knew the sidewalk thing was going to come up, I can tell you, because I had Kate the Great, figured it all out, that uh, since 2005, we, we actually have 140 miles of sidewalk in town. 140 miles, okay? We've actually rehabbed or installed 40 miles of sidewalk. So we have been working on it. The, the problem is, and I understand what you're saying, is we're doing all that sidewalk on works we're redoing. All the sidewalks in with the road, so you get everything at once. You get the whole package, which looks awesome when it's done. East and West Street, remember how mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. dump yeah. ruggles, right? You know, I yeah. mean, it, it was like bad parts, but you go and you get the whole. We just don't go in there. That's been our thing. It's like we don't go in there, and I, you heard me 
highly technical term. We don't do it half-assed. We do the whole job. We want to do it right. You know that term, I tell Yeah. <laughs> so that's what we try to do. So and we have, you know, periodically fixed little different things, whether it's a catch basin, you know, we fix small drainage areas, or we fix sidebars, we have. Um, but we do try to prioritize, and, you know, maybe we, we definitely can look at that. And we did add all the sidewalks, and that plan will be, it's going to be built this summer. When? This summer. This summer? Yeah, we figured July. Yeah, I, I, I think that's great. I, I certainly don't want to speak for everybody, but I think if people saw incremental improvements, and if they said, hey, look, the entire sidewalk isn't in bad shape, but there are certain sections that need to be addressed because we, again, are stepping off and stepping back on. Those maybe take priority, right? And maybe we don't have the money to do the whole street, yeah. but we can show people, you know, that 50-year-old sidewalk that's crumbling and full of tree roots and full of lichen is uh, is not safe, and we recognize it. And we, you know, that's really, especially the asphalt ones, that's really good DPW work. Stuff I like getting the guys up there have done a lot of that we might you know do 20 feet here and keep the old stuff it's not too bad and do another 40 yeah. feet because we obviously have the equipment to do it um, we have the guys who have the skills so we have actually we actually have the sidewalk paver you know that we use um, the problem is right now to be honest with you people <laughs> I'm short guys you know it's like we're trying to do all these other things <coughs> that, that's competing against it so you know we're now three now it's gonna be four so it's just it's but you know one DPW guy can do a lot of work I'm done. I'm down seven. Yeah. yeah. Another guy retiring Friday. Out of how many? How many skilled laborers we got? Yeah, we probably got thirty-five. Same I'm same down same seven. Same yeah. Same thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Um, one quick thing. Sure. Um, actually, it was a good presentation because yeah. I've had people ask, like, "Well, why can't we move some of that money?" But we need, this is just a little band-aid. Yeah, We're nothing. giving you like nothing. Just not. I mean, one road, that's one road. That's one mile of road. That's, that's one mile of road. I that's can, all it is. I can email this to you. This was just my notes that I put together mm -hmm. at like 4.30. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, I mean. All right, 11, I was testifying at the state right. today. I know we're just about done, but there's not a separate, I know you've prioritized all the roads, which I've seen, that's a great list. You don't do the separate sidewalk. He's we doing it. We, we want to do it this summer. We asked him to do it this summer. Because that stuff costs money too. That's why we're people looking at. So think of it as public at public infrastructure assets. It would be somewhat <coughs> redefined because I think you know Ted's right. I mean, you know, some of the pictures from Oakland Parkway are, are as bad as like Kenwood Circles Road. Like Wilson it's just it's really huh? it's bad. just like not even sensible to look at it. And so we added the sidewalks, thinking like in the long run, as the town grows. I think we all know everyone's asked us for sidewalks. Yeah. Even sometimes cul-de-sacs with like eight houses, people ask us for a whole sidewalk, right? I mean, people like them, Pleasant Street. Think about how popular, obviously, Pleasant, you know, there's a lot of roads, there's a lot of great street. sidewalks. Yeah. It's Washington, a big street. Washington Street would be good. Washington's gonna be pricey and long, pricey. long. but it, with the Grove Street piece, we planned it out to have you authorize right. the borrowing. We didn't think <coughs> whole, this whole inflation thing would happen. But the idea was that Grove, with Washington being redone, they could walk. Right, you would connect. All the way it, up. You would connect it up to yeah. Yeah. You do the whole to down to downtown off yeah. of up front. So I will say, like, mm -hmm. that, you know, I've been here a long time. I've done so many projects. The one I was kind of skeptical about was the sidewalk on Pleasant and um, Chestnut. Chestnut. And you know, Jeff and I went.
about it, and you know, we did it, and it was like a million bucks when it was all mm -hmm. said and done, and we did the shortcut through and everything else. People use that. They do. I mean, it's amazing. I think it's one of the best projects we've ever done. You know, tying in Del Car, we did that whole thing. That was a whole. And that's what there was so a house popular. Yeah. Yeah. It's so popular. Yeah. Which is a great thing. Yes. <laughs> People with their carriages and oh. running and all, they but they're safe. going to Del Car. And, yeah. and that's what you're going to see at the Washington that's Street. That's right. Because it'll go all the way up. Yeah. They're going to go all the way up. trail and yeah. all these yeah. different things. They can go down to the. You know, to yeah. the Acapulco, they'll walk to Acapulco. Yeah, and then take an Uber home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, hill, that hill's kind of tough. You get a tax for the Uber. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Brian, you're awesome. all set. <clears throat> I just have a question about uh, crosswalks. And I, you oh. know I've mentioned the yeah. crosswalks to you, especially the one up by the church. It's getting worse and worse with the holes that are there. I would suggest, and I know nothing about the DPW work and all me, that, but wait a minute. Let's not do those kind of sidewalks, uh, crosswalks anymore. The brick, you the brick mean? ones. Because they're not no, lasting. These are the stamp ones. Right? You're talking about the stamp Well, they're pieces of cement. It isn't, what do you mean? say stamp? It's an epoxy on top of it. And then they, no. they, yeah. they do it. Yeah, it's not a true brick. The ones up by the church. Okay, no, but, you're, but you're it's gonna, still about this thick because there's yeah, pieces right, so now that I said I was going to bring to you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, and when I mentioned something to you, you said, "Well, it's too expensive." Well, let's not do those anyplace else and just fix what we have. That was part. We weren't a big fan of that yeah. originally. Why did we go to it? Because we had to. Because that was part of the state when that whole grant thing for downtown yeah. was the rehabilitation, make it look pretty. That was more of a planning one yeah. than a construction one. Right? And I'm just being honest. Right. So yeah. that's why they wanted all those epoxy things. That's that was the planners, that, so we had to do it. Yeah, the one in front of Dean didn't last long. That you had to do that over again. Yeah, yeah. Remember, it was like oh, it was yeah. crooked or something. Oh, yeah. So, are yeah. we going to take care <laughs> of them or not? I just can't say enough. It's you know, like the classic the one thing. In front of the they, they, they take not. Yeah, I'm going to reach out to the company again, yeah. but the company doesn't do it, and then it's yeah. like someone else does it. Yeah, we might have to fill them with something else. That's fine, but just find out how much it costs. Yeah, because you know the president and Dean. Both the former and current also have talked to us about that stuff. So I, mean, I think it's maybe just something to, you know, at least show, like kind of Ted was mentioning, at least if we get a quote, we know what it'll cost. We can try to uh -huh. look and find some sort of funding someday to fix it. Because yeah. maybe both Dean president will president help us. Because uh, well, <laughs> that's <laughs> right. that, but I can't ask right. him for the money if I don't, we know, don't know. Ask him for. <laughs> right. yeah. You went right I where I was going. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. on a plan. It's there on paper, and you try to address it. Right? That's a yeah. great, That's a good point. Example. I forgot about the crosswalk. But I do hear from people every Sunday at Mass. You know, I'm crossing over that same crosswalk, and it Which one's really bad? The I'm one going by. from Pleasant Street across to the church. Yeah. Okay. That one there. And if you go by it, you're going to see big chunks of it taken out, yeah. and the chunks are right around there still. And the tough part is where all these crosswalks are. That's where all the vehicles turn. So yeah. it's a tire oh, maybe. action. Maybe. If you look down at Lower Union Street, those were done the actual brick. Yeah. Those have held up. The ones along have held really well. Yeah, it's just the one that people turn to go up to Washington. Yeah. yeah. And actually, we stopped trying to fix it. We just put the house full I think you did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we ripped part of it out. But it's well, as long as you can look into it, I would appreciate it. That would be good. So, all right. No other questions? Let's no. see here. Um, we have a. Where uh, for the DPW, design, maintenance, and construction.
construction of public roads, sidewalks, and parking lots. Um, the amount being $581,782. All those in favor? Aye. 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 Opposed? No. Okay. So now, let's do the total down here at the bottom. Uh, the total being $711,782 for the second round of the fiscal year 23 capital. Um, all those in favor? Aye. 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 Opposed? None. Okay. That's what will be presented. Okay. okay. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. We are now producing this in collaboration with Franklin TV and Franklin Public Radio. This podcast is my public service effort for Franklin, but we can't do it alone. We can always use your help. How can you help? If you can use the information that you find here, please tell your friends and neighbors. If you don't like something here, please let me know. Through this feedback loop, we can continue to make improvements. And I thank you for listening. For additional information, please visit franklinmatters.org. If you have questions or comments, you can reach me directly at suresteve at gmail.com. The music for the intro and exit was provided by Michael Clark and the group East of Shirley. The piece is titled Ernesto Manana, copyright Michael Clark and Tintype Tunes in 2008 and used with their permission. I hope you enjoy. And by the way, you can also subscribe and listen to Franklin Matters Radio on your favorite podcast. Search in podcasts for Franklin Matters.